A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> and with that utterance. I tittered like a schoolgirl. <laughs> Butter was, is back. It was Butter the highlight of back. Butter is back. Butter. Oh, we yeah. were I was I was worried Butter was not gonna bring it. Um I thought she might be on her best butter behavior. Butter behavior. But, no, but butter was served and served it. <laughs> Butter, <laughs> butter was spread. <laughs> not parquet. Mm-hmm. Not even. I think this is not butter she, or whatever that no. fuck that's called. She was she was churned. She was quite even, churned. Yeah, not even some country crock bullshit. No, this is Pure plain, butter. premium, creamery <laughs> butter. And y'all, it's salted. quite salty (laughs) it was even in the shape of a turkey like our sissy squad has been posting (laughs) i had no idea this was a thing i I had no idea i i then they say the lamb butter lamb is a common thing i think that's great do what you think my thing, I put this in the sissy squad too and i'm not shaming anyone for eating rolls it's just some and people have said you just haven't had really good yeast rolls. That is true. I did not grow up with someone who oh, made we homemade yeast had, rolls. Oh, my grandma would make really good homemade yeast rolls. They were amazing. But I just couldn't think. There's so many other carb foods. Why you want to fill up on rolls? Oh, because it's the best fucking thing about the. Oh, it was so good. Hot rolls with hot butter. Oh my god. 
See, ours so were good. we just or had you, like or you dip them in the gravy, the turkey gravy. Oh, kind of going somewhere, boy. Yeah, hold on. What is your got, what is your Thanksgiving? One of my hands are be? out of frame right now. Ooh, mm. what is your what is your you're your mom's? What is your yo? This is yo. This is single life. This is the single TSL finale. Season three, episode eleven. I was here waiting. It's going to be a two-part tell-all, y'all. Two-part tell-all. Two-part tell-all. Yeah, yeah. That's official. what I'm to be. What said. are you? What are you doing from for for Thanksgiving? What are y'all eating? Y'all, I'm in Dallas. I got to Dallas today. I'm spending in Dallas with my mama. Um, I'm having. It's going to be the norm. Turkey dressing, green bean casserole. Um, my mom Your will make some type dressing. of. I think better dressing, um, but <laughs> he, oh, he prefers the the kind of mix your great st- stuffing up like almost kind of like you liquefy the texture and then you cook it. You bake it, yeah, yeah, and bake it off. Um, uh, mine is I, a, yeah. mine's different. go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying mine is more of a take the bread cubes and you 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 lightly. It's a lighter dressing. Um. It's uh well, my mom will make some type of green vegetable to have a green, whatever she decides to make. I don't know if it'll be that's usually not super heavy or a salad or something like that. And then that's really it. And then we're not no dessert. And then we're gonna have uh we're gonna have pumpkin pie. She's gonna make a pumpkin pie and then You don't eat that though, do you? No, but she likes it, and um, I, I know I always make pumpkin pie. And then a pecan pie. Ironically, though, when you're in when I'm in California, I make a pecan pecan pie, and I love it. But when you're in Oklahoma or North Texas area, you go to the grocery store and buy a Fields pecan pie, which is a bakery out of Purcell, Oklahoma, and it's it the is best. very good. I've had the Fields best. pecan pie. It's the best one. I can't make. There's no point in making a pecan pie. Just so I'm I agree. excited. I've had a Fields pecan pie i have not had one in a long time so that's what i'm most looking forward to to having at thanksgiving if i'm honest <laughs> what i love that a, and a then i store bought pecan pie i think her boyfriend wants a rodney wants a cherry pie because he likes to make he likes a dessert where he combines cherry pie with angel food cake and white icing that's what he grew up eating I, 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 <laughs> Like white, like royal icing, just like white, not, plain, no, not even like, cream yeah, cheese, like white, not cream cheese, like white, plain icing. So but why cherry do you have pie, to combine the angel food cake? Combine, that's what he likes. Okay. And then we're going to have, wine. I don't see the logic, but normal Thanksgiving, nothing crazy over here. We're not doing much. I'm feeding about, a couple lesbians yeah. and a couple other other people. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's me it's and a couple great. of lesbians. Did did they? Did, is everyone a meat eater? Or did you? Are you gonna make a folky or furky or Some flaky? Some aren't, what they're but called. they're Faux just turkey. gonna eat. They're, they're gonna. Um, I'm serving. I'm actually not serving turkey. I'm serving roast chicken. Oh, there yeah. you go. I just decide to be different. Um, I'm gonna buttermilk brine it. Like the the chicken I made, I made you mm-hmm. that you you had buttermilk, buttermilk brine, y'all. Very good. Um, uh, go and good. then I'm gonna do some sides, and then my my dressing, and then 
Brussels sprouts. I'm going to do some some roasted Brussels sprouts in the air fryer with some uh, pomegranate seeds for beauty. I forgot you have an air fryer. Oh yeah, it's it does the best Brussels sprouts. That's that's the best thing in it. My mom um, has one. Maybe I'll use it. And then I'm going to do uh, potato casserole. Uh, the the cheese oh, yeah, potato, which that. which they call funeral potatoes with cornflakes, um, and then pumpkin pie, and I think that's it. And I think Rachel's bringing some cranberry sauce, and she's bringing rolls. Um, Are you having it at your place? I am having it at my place. Oh, that's why the task rabbit's coming to put your table together. You didn't tell me that. You yes. were, I was like, you're just organizing. And he, y'all, he tried to play it off. He's like, yeah, I just want to organize. <laughs> no, it's because people are coming to your house for Thanksgiving. Yes. And you're trying to clean shit up. That's Boy. Why I, did it. I was like, why don't we? And I, I, that's why I offered it. Y'all, nothing makes me do things around my house like people coming to my house. No, it's true. That was a good thing when I used to do the Dear Maddie show because I would have guests like once or twice a week and I'd always clean. My my house was always very clean. Now no one comes over. All right. But you know what? That's not as sad as watching Tiffany fall back in love with Ronald. Fuck this shit. When I was watching this, I was like, all that big fucking talk. You're a little girl. That was what I, I, I walked away with this. All of the I mean, talk, all of the saying, all of the strong arm tactics and all of the, I can find the power in myself. No, I'm not going to listen to a word that comes out of your mouth anymore. I'm over it. I'm so gay that you were saying that that way. And it just reminded me of all of the fashion, all of the fame. You know what? I went there too, so I can't really. Fault Baby, you you're going to reveal name. That's a RuPaul song. It is a RuPaul song. You're um, a champion that you are. You're a you're champion a superstar. You're a superstar. Gonna love you as you are. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um. So God, wow. Uh, we had like ten sissies. They're like, oh my god, that's my song. Um. I do. Uh, I'm of two minds. I mean, for the most part, I'm just like, uh, I'm annoyed. But there is a part of me that, yes, it was her it's gonna decision. It's going to happen over went, and over and over again. I get of two minds because I agree like 70%, maybe 80% of me is like, uh, Tiffany, fucking why? But then there's that 20% of that. Not that I feel sorry for her, but it is a little bit like, what do you do? Because immediately you're with this guy and he's just hounding you and hounding you of when you're going to make this decision. And he's basically saying you're taking, it's not her fault, but he's laying all this guilt of basically he's making her feel like it's her fault. Not that he didn't do all this shit, but it's her fault and on her to take, to decide if this family stays together or not. That's That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of fucking pressure for a person. The problem is, one of the, why I have a problem with it is because the whole season she's been talking about this bullshit of her rebirth now that she's moved on from Ronald. And she, is, she was lying to herself. This before. And don't take us through, don't ask me to appreciate you and your growth when you stop four steps back. Don't start saying, aren't I, aren't I a hero for how far I came? And I'm just like, move on, move, move, get off my television. 
I'm, you know, I'm tired. This happens of- and, you know, it happens a lot to people that lose, have a lot of weight loss, is that they feel like I have this weight loss. I'm a different person now. But if you don't really work on the inside and right. develop that, totally. you're actually not. You're the same person, and that can translate into something else in your life. It It just <sighs> – the thing what gets me is she's so good on TV and she is trying to she every time we see her, this leaves it leaves me the same way. So it yeah, that's feels true. like I can Tina to me every that's, single that's time. True. That is very every true. season. And that's why I'm saying I'm done. I'm done. I'm done acting shocked when she goes back. I'm done yes, rooting that, for yeah. her entirely. It is um, the same beat every single time. And she even says, Ronald's going to try to lure me back. I'm like, yeah, but, but you are so fucking codependent that you need to. And, but you're going to, yeah. de- you're, you will deny how codependent you are. That's the worst part. She's completely unaware. Yeah. She's unaware of that. I mean, she, she was better this season saying, I know he's going to say things that are going to make me have feelings. But again, it's like, he's, he's talking to her about her behavior. She's worried about what he's saying. But she needs to worry about what she thinks. She needs to right. worry about her reactions. Yeah, let's Ugh. just go through this. It, it, it I will makes say me, I'm furious. Okay. With so her. they meet at the airport. They pick one another up. It's all we're you know, in Joburg, y'all. We're in Johannesburg. Now I will say, the apartment looks completely different. It does, but it's still got a creepy vibe, like that tree. That had pictures of their family. Oh, see, that was thought. I mean, I didn't love it, but it seemed thoughtful. I mean, it, do you remember what it looked like before? It's oh, completely yeah. different. I, like when, when Daniel's room was the murder room. Um, yes, with I, the cardboard. Just, there's just something about a color scheme that of Ronald's apartment. Everything about, I think it's just that I know from what I've seen of Ronald, everything colors it. It's yeah, just I think weird that. to me. Everything Ronald does is calculated. Uh, oh, and and with sure. and that's what's terrifying, you guys. Even the shirt he wore to pick her up, which made me wait the bile. Did you see this? Did you no. see the shirt? Oh, it said, "This is what it's about," and had a stick figure of a father and two children. No. Oh yes. Oh yes. Wow. Oh yes. And I went. Oh, they're back together. As soon as I saw that, because Ronald has deemed it, and Tiffany just is powerless, something about his potato head and his strange, basically threatening way, somehow she thinks, this is what I deserve. Well, this is what what she thinks. What is interesting about watching Tiffany to me is this is what she thinks love feels like. Mm -hmm. Love doesn't feel good. feels in this way and so what she really has to break out of is what does love feel like for her and that's that is so painful to do and so hard to do on your own even when you don't have children and but it's this you see it's this because she's been so conditioned by her own willingness but also by ronald who it is funny or not funny it's sad when tiffany as soon as she, she is with ronald she, her energy, her, it, it all shrinks. It all yep. shrinks. Yep. I just, this is the last time for me. 
I I can't go through this again. <laughs> it, I if they're on another season, you're gonna watch it. Yeah, but I'm gonna hate it the whole time. Like I'm, well, but I'm not gonna be convinced. I'm gonna like sit there and just be bitter. Hopefully, Daniel's on there and he it. can be. Serve- He's like, Dad, this place looks like shit. <laughs> Mom, Dad, this place is th- what uh, Daniel goes. What a dump. <laughs> You, why is dumb? The, the deal is, is Daniel knows when he was talking to his mom, he often commented on mom, but make sure you, he even commented on her behavior I and know. her responsibility in this. To, and that, that is something both Tiffany and Ronald both do is they both don't claim responsibility for the actions. Ronald says he's doing it with this, whatever program he's in, but he's not. No, he's not. And y'all, Everyone in her family, everyone in her family who supposedly cares for her and says Ronald's a bad dude. And yeah. she is trapped in this idea of it's she's an abusive relationship. Let's call it what it is. This emotionally is an abusive, abusive relationship. Yeah, emotionally yeah. abusive for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and y'all, so basically <laughs> Carly's there, and he's of course, he's like. And there, even there's even phrases. He's like, "Oh, Carly, I just want to steal you. You're mine." Everything yeah. he says makes the hairs on my neck go up. It's Every creepy. time he, he opens that, his mouth, creepy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he would do that, y'all. He, he would going back. He'd take his child. He would. He would find a way. Did. This it's like he was. He he fucking reminds me of some like Chris Marks motherfucker, um, or Chris Chris yeah that the one who killed his kids. Um, Christopher, what's his name? Is it Marks? I don't know. I don't know. You don't. You know that one. The one who killed his kids with the mom what, and the and, and the his mom wife was, and, and the like mom the oil was... well. No. Okay, that was a huge story. Everyone <laughs> knew about this. Don't act like it I, wasn't. I didn't. Not, no, I didn't act like it was wasn't a huge story, but I didn't know about it. People are screaming. You're going to get DMs about this story. What? I don't want to know about this. Watts. This is terrible. Chris Watts. Christopher Watts. That name sounds familiar, but I thought that was oh, a football come player. On. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, like this family, family annihilator shit. I could totally oh. see him doing it. There was a woman on Oprah where the, where the guy did that to get, get at her. It does seem like about ownership for Ronald. Yeah. Oh, oh he just – every time he's on the screen – creeps the fuck out of me and winning oh. and win- i know so, so they arrive the next morning we don't need to do i mean they go look at they go look at animals um but i can't see, i can't enjoy anything because i'm so freaked the fuck out tiffany is like she tells ronald the next morning she's like and you know carly asked in the morning in the bed she said where's dada and he's like see i need to be there. like i'm like the, tiffany don't tell him this the other thing is don't skip over the fact that she said she reiterated the reason I'm here is Carly to see oh, you. He's like, that. well, um, well, I'm not gonna. He's like, well, we don't have to jump into bed. We can climb in slowly. I'm like, yeah. no, you, you, Tiffany, say you, no. How about we don't talk about bed right now? Talk. Yeah, if you want to snuggle, I'm here. And so I'm like, y'all, no. he's on the couch, and then fucking Ronald. She's like. Seeing Ronald after all this time makes me remember why I fell in love with him. Like, how? No, it doesn't make you remember. You are back in a familiar codependent pattern. I know that this is from seeing it, from living it. Like, it's just what it, we talked about this, like with 
queer people that often will come out and it's hard for them to have a, a healthy relationship, especially sexual, like, cause they've either felt deviant or bad when they were doing something. It's Tiffany almost similar in that she's, she doesn't know what it's like to actually feel good and feel like she has boundaries and feel supported in a relationship. She always has to feel a little bit like she's being like, again, like she's having to shrink. That feels like yeah. love for her. So later on, after they've seen the safari, and uh, he says, well, let's talk about us. When can I sleep in my own bed again? Just gets right, right to, to it. it. And she keeps saying this whole time, I don't want to have this conversation right now. I don't want to have this conversation because I don't want to fight. And he keeps bringing it up. So already he's breaching a boundary. Yeah. But she's not really defending one. She's not because he won't understand that because y'all a crazy like Ronald isn't going to understand a boundary. No, he's not going to understand that. And then they'll start fighting. And then now she's like, oh, fuck, I'm stuck in this because what she should have done, but maybe she shouldn't have afforded it. But she should not be staying in the same place as him. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. She should have brought Carly over. Remember, she hadn't thought about it. She She probably doesn't trust Carly alone with Daniel. No, that's the truth. But I'm saying she could have stayed somewhere else and brought, but Ronald would have freaked out. Oh, he would probably. have f- freaked out. So, again, the whole, her whole, uh, like if she had a to-do list, y'all, it would be top, number one would be don't get in a fight with Ronald. She's trying no, to. Don't she's trying, make Ronald angry. Yeah. That's just, she's walking on eggshells, trying not to get in a fight with Ronald or make him angry, which is quite easy to do, as and we've you, seen in it, previous seasons. Yes. If you're in a relationship and your top thing is to not make my partner angry, <sighs> you need to get out of that relationship. Yeah, That's an abusive good. relationship, y'all. It's not I can good. tell you that as a, yeah. Um, get help. So they basically are, he's just saying, well, you know, he's just he's assuming they're going to get back together. And he, he says, we're married. We either fix it or we don't. And Tiffany's just trying to beg for some gray area here. She is. But she's just and she she's knows being suffocated. Yeah. And and she finally says and I said this I, I wrote down this may as well have been a season of happily ever after for me, for them, because that's what it feels like. But remember, happily ever after, question mark? (laughs) Question mark? Um, So Ronald says, I can't fix it if there's anything left unsaid, so I need to say it all. And what's interesting is he gets out everything he needs to say. Tiffany doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. Instead, she then says, well, if we're going to move on, I've got to be able to let things go and leave it in the past. But I went, so she concedes. But what you were upset about are boundaries and expectations that Ronald didn't meet. So you don't have anything to let go of. Actually, he needs to earn your trust. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, Tiffany. He needs to earn your trust, full stop. And when she says let go, as he said, you have to let go of the past, to let go of the past. And what he's basically meaning is it's very familiar to things like David said to Annie, you know, that was all in the past. We we're past that now. 
but they're still hurting. God, I hope Rodney's back when married. married I hope so. I doubt it. So um, she basically says, I can't move on until um, uh, there's because there's still so much for me here with Ronald. And I love I still love him. And she she's she crying. Never, going on dates made her realize that she still loved him and that she wasn't over him. Then don't go on dates and just date yourself. I I'm my putting on putting becoming tinfoil hattie, my conspiracy theory drag persona <laughs> is that she wanted a reason to be on television and wanted to get back with Ronald. I think even more than being on television, I think she wanted to get back with Ronald because I think yeah. she still loved him. I think, but she said a line that made me so sad. And she said, I do love Ronald a lot. This is the last thing she said. But my biggest fear is oh, that yeah. he has tried to hurt me in the past. And I worry that will happen again. And I thought, analyze that. <laughs> like, I've been in relationships. We both have been in relationships where someone maybe unintentionally hurt you. Yeah. But she actually says he the way she phrased that he has intentionally tried to hurt her. We've seen it. He's tried to hurt her. We've seen it. So there, y'all, no one should be with someone else that intentionally tries to hurt them. That is someone who's a monster. It's messed up when someone tries to hurt you. It's messed up, whether it's It's physically or emotionally. It's messed up. Verbally, it's messed up. Yes. Fuck. Get away from him. It is going to happen. I honestly don't feel like Ronald's only going to go away from Tiffany if he's somehow like off the planet. I agree. Or in jail. That's what I'm saying. If we, if, if the bus was able to go to South Africa. If the bus was a flying bus. If the bus was a flying bus, (laughs) we'd, we'd head to Joburg. (laughs) Definitely. Yo, we just take them all out. Have you heard you know of human me. trafficking, my boy? Yeah, we'd, we would take them all out. All these awful men. God. And on that note, we're going to take a commercial <laughs> and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) 
You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens, to Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Bibbidi bop boop skeed the lot to do da do 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 do. I'm in love with someone from three days. <laughs> <laughs> gonna cook him some fish. Gonna have some. It looks like potatoes. Or is it shrimp? Is it shrimp or potatoes? I can't tell. Who would have two pieces of seafood in one dinner? That's Caesar. Was it Caesar. shrimp or potatoes? I thought it was scallops. Maybe it was scallops. I, it looked, I could not tell. I thought it was scallops, but I will say this. He was butchering that sea bass steak. <laughs> that looked terrible. It didn't look like sea bass. It looked like swordfish to me. It looked like swordfish. Maybe he doesn't know what I the fuck. I think he doesn't know what he's cooking. Or some someone like from production has brought him some <laughs> Probably. Probably. And he's cooking with white gloves on, or white, white rubber gloves. I don't, I, maybe he doesn't want to think. Now, some people don't want their hands to smell like fish. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I, I, you can, you know, you wash with soap and your hands don't smell like fish. I know, but some people still smell it. I mean, my fingers smell like garlic for days when I cook. Well, yeah, that's just a, I don't mind that smell. I, I don't mind, mind it either. Smell. Um, my, you know who hates the smell of garlic? Who hates oh, no. any kind of thing like that? Mother Poodle. Uh oh. Her sense she... of smell got to like bat level. <laughs> like I have to. Hey, boy! <laughs> it smells like garlic in my house, boy. Get out. Uh, she. I can't throw away an a, a shell of an onion. I have to put it in a plastic bag. Because she'll smell the onion in the trash. No, like so, she's like a vampire. 
so that's why it's so funny because y'all, any of your friends that you hang out with, if they get bothered by something, know it's probably about something in their family. And I say, <laughs> I own this too. Cause I would say when sometimes people don't live together, I would say, cause I have a pretty good sense of smell. And I would, so I would say, that's it pungent. smells pungent. And he hated it. when. And well, now I know it's, why. It's you, a nondescript word. No, now I know why you don't like that because it triggers you She's to your mother. She's a freak, <laughs> fucking freak. You'll, you'll hear, like, she, every time I'll be cooking, she'll come by and flick on the fan. <laughs> I, but I have to be very careful about how I throw away anything garlic because she smells it and it's all over. Yo, maybe that, maybe th- that's Thanks. why she would Christmas survive gonna, that. Yeah. Christmas is going to be messy. Be that's why she, she, she'd survive the zombie apocalypse because her sense of smell, her and Muffin would be the last one. She could smell <laughs> decay coming. <laughs> Muffin, I smell them coming. Let's I go get some, there's some Diet Coke in that store down the street. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> she loves a Diet Coke. <laughs> There's a whole stockpile. We got that for a while. Even before even before your father got killed. Because <laughs> my father wouldn't survive. He wouldn't survive long at all. <laughs> Not long at all. Oh, she'd probably trip him. She um, would. So all y'all, right, Caesar's cooking Caesar. fish much. with the, I guess, their, their dinner together. She's wearing this strange off-the-shoulder red dress. Where it's almost like it's down too far on her shoulder. I was so confused about this nice. dress pattern. Well, also she was wearing this dress with no makeup or no hair. She just and it got, was because her country's in the middle of a war. <laughs> well, thanks for making me sound like the asshole. <laughs> I mean. Yes, your country is being overtaken by another rogue state, but can't you put on some blush? I mean, you're, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to agree with you, but I can't argue. So there we are. There we are. Anyway, <laughs> there we are. So what if your fam- if your country's involved with the, the time where another country taking over the sovereignty of our country since World War II? You can't put on concealer. <laughs> God. Oh, do something with your lashes, for God's sakes. No, it, y'all, there's not much to this except for he's just saying they're having a Zoom dinner and he's basically like, I miss you. How are things? And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty nervous. This is hard to talk about. And Caesar just says like, again, Instagram meme worthy things of like, I'm not giving up through it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this isn't. This isn't like dealing with your mother-in-law at Easter. This no. is your country is at war. This is yeah. like and another country if, is bombing the fuck out of your country. You don't know if you're going to go to sleep and not wake up again cuz someone bombed your apartment. He's not very equipped to handle this. He's um, not, y'all. Yeah. But he keeps saying um she's like we I want to stay here because I want to protect my country and I'm not and he says I'm this is the weird part. It's almost like he's only worried about I want to give I'm not going to give up on our dreams of being together. And I'm like I think if it was me, I'd find some way in America where I could actively be involved 
in doing something for Ukraine, not going over there, but either, but gives, either organizing when, something. I, I don't know. It's confusing because she wants to stay there, but she also says, um, yes, I do want, he said, Caesar asked, would you want to come to the U.S.? And she said, yes, I want to be with my man. I want to hug you and kiss you. Yeah. I, and they did a flashback in the show where they come from. And he says, I hope this war ends quickly and we can be together because y'all, the war is always secondary to Caesar. The war is just, just a pesky thing that's preventing them from being together. You know what I hope? I hope she gets asylum and he, she's able to come over and they're on the next season of 90 day fiance. (laughs) No, come on. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. No, no, you don't. I don't see they could her be filming now because single life is coming up next. I think she want. I think she was okay with being on television for a while. She does not want to be with that man for life. No, she says, I want to come to the U S and be with my man and hug you and, and kiss she you. She needs her fucking head examined. If she actually comes here to be with <sighs> Caesar. Ugh. Maria, you understood. Maria, you knew it was all about commerce. Yes, but uh, yeah, but I think I don't know. Alona, Alona might be playing the long game. So, y'all, they wrap up Caesar's. They they're kind of like, you know what? The producers like, yeah, there's that war, but we're just gonna focus on Caesar now. So then it's like (laughs) flashback, a montage of Caesar saying, "I learned to follow this journey and follow my dreams. I even put myself in danger, but I found (laughs) someone." And she's the woman I've been waiting for my whole life after three dates. After three dates. That's all we saw. Maybe they had more dates. The cognitive dissonance is just deafening at this point. And that's why it it seemed a little disingenuous to make such a big deal. This was filmed before Ukraine and them showing the buildings. And I'm like, this we get it that you did a whole thing about night of fiance Ukraine. So you, you, you do want to document this story was not helping at all. It, it, it just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it was funny for a while. He came out with that top hat. Oh, um, we had the three sex tourists in that mm. limo. <laughs> it was great for some laughs. It was a great, great it's laugh. Never and then going anywhere. I don't if know. It does, I don't know. I think if it she, does. I will. I will. I disagree eat, with you. I will eat sea bass and scallops in one meal. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. All right. Who you want to go to Nuttily or do you want to go to Mother Give Dead? Give me Nuttily. Right. Let's go to Nuttily. Give me death. Um. As she says, um, I come to the wood to see Michael. And y'all, butter is just in the doorway, doorway leering. Um, she, as I said before, she lumbers like some women in in Night Fiance. She lumbers over, she lumbers in. Hey, and that's when he says "fee fi fo fum," and then yeah. she 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 walks. He says, "I hi Trish, I want a present for you." She goes in the other room, and that's oh, when butter says, "Boy." <laughs> She said, oh, boy, first. Butter goes, what a fucking bitch. She like, yeah. Oh, just like, just show. I mean, yes. Uh, Now. She's so angry. I loved it. Natalie brings some flowers to her, and she kind of holds the flowers up to her. And then like, 
she Natalie almost hugs you kind of like little children do. They don't know how to lean for and grasp. They just like fall towards you. Yes. Like a no. big golden retriever. They just kind of lean on you a little bit. And no, so Natalie exactly just kind happens. of falls towards her and says, I'm sorry, Trish. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and so Trish says, Well, I've got a few questions. <laughs> That's a good butter. Sit uh, down and she does say, I'm disappointed with how things turned out with Michael. Why would you do this to my baby boy who loves everyone and everything? He's Sweetie a pumpkin. angel. My little baby Huey over here. He, you used him, Natalie, to get to America, butter. Why do you pretend to love my beautiful son, Natalie, when you don't? And Natalie, Natalie is just sitting there staring, and she's like, "Well, I, I, I needed because I couldn't destroy myself anymore, living in the wood." And, and the minute you felt like you could, you ran off in, you ran off what and did what you did and dated and you, other people. You did. Other people, butter. Um, and then she's like, "Why didn't you get a divorce?" And she says, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Trish. I don't know, Trish. You don't act like a wife at all." Trish, stop it, Trish, Trish, stop. No, I did the right thing. I promise. I promise. And she's like, "Well, if you're not gonna get married, you should get a divorce." Trish. Now, what's interesting is. Mike says, um, I think he says in his in the moment, what if we reversed roles? Or maybe he said that to her. No, he he's said kinda, that to her. Yo, he's kind of letting Butter do all the dirty work. All here. the heavy she lifting. She is more than willing to do it. He rever- He says what he said, think about you used to get jealous. That's true. This happened in one episode. Of, of a waitress. <laughs> she got jealous of a waitress. He said, How would you feel if I actually dated people? That is a fair, that is a very fair point. She Michael's a her big mind. teddy bear, and you took advantage of that teddy bear who put out a video on Reddit of him jacking off his dick, <laughs> saying it was magic sauce. And it is small. <laughs> Not a night. Y'all, jo- Josh has much bigger dick than Michael. Oh, yeah. Y'all, and then... The only thing Natalie can do is to actively start sobbing, sobbing and falling into him. Meanwhile, Trish is sitting over there going, yeah, she's bad news all around. <laughs> and this is the other thing. Has anybody so, seen that French bell? But, butter. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, Butter goes off. We don't even know where she goes. Probably to churn. And... <laughs> At she one was point, yearning, yearning and, and yearning and yearning and, and, and burning, and burning till he died. I almost forgot the butter song. How dare you? Um, still one of the stupidest things you ever did. It makes me <laughs> laugh. Remember, y'all. He's still alive. He's still Father alive. is still alive. We just said he died in the butter accident. Um. If his father does die, it's our fault. That's definitely <laughs> it's our fault. So he basically says, she's like, if I were to come back to Michael, I would have to live in the wood with Trish. <laughs> and so that, that this is, is this is difficult. Um, and she does tell him 
I want to come back. Yeah. I was Michael, kind of floored. I was with Michael, I want to live with you. And it I was floored too because now, but the thing is I was floored, but also I wrote, This is typical someone with bipolar I, disorder. Not bipolar. Not, not bipolar, borderline. I'm sorry. Borderline personality disorder. See, it is because now all the attention's on her. She's the focus of the room. And if Michael doesn't want her, that will drive her nuts. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing Michael could do to her to say, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And y'all, she leaves. She's hugging Butter. The the She's like, come here, dog. And the dog doesn't want to have anything to do with her. No. Um, and then she's like, bye, Trish. God bless you. God bless you. I'm sorry. Sorry, Trish. And she even Trish says, Michael, she's not even butter leaving out the house. Teeth. She just and had a healthy like, meal. <laughs> Michael, uh, Mike, Mike, she's like, Michael makes me feel loved. That's it. And then Mike yeah. says, uh, would you, uh, would you let her come back? The producer says, would you let her come back? He just goes, mm, uh, shrugging his shoulders. Shrug mm. shoulders. Uh, mm, we need to work, we need to work on our problems. <laughs> <sighs> this is another thing. I'd rather never see him again because... He's he's never going to change either. Throw, throw Tiffany on the burn pile now. Mike, I never want to see again. Oh, Natalie, I, have, I could watch every season of The Single Life. But hopefully they're not happily ever. People say rumored that she – I'm starting to hear rumors that people think she might be pregnant at the tell-all. Uh, who? Where did I hear that from? Who? Natalie? N- Natalie. Shut yeah. up. Where did I hear that from? I saw she it on has some... hidden that so well then. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Oh my if God. If she is, if she is, then, and then we'd have is them on. Is it George's a... you... or imagine... Michael's? <laughs> imagine if we had them on Happily Ever After with them living with butter. <laughs> In the wood. I think they'd find some way. I think for a while. I think he was living in Seattle for a while. I thought he did move to Seattle because yeah. his jo- he said on the last his job was too. I think he lives in Seattle during the week and he comes yeah. home on the weekend. On the weekend, I think that's where it is. Yeah. And honestly, Nudley could do that more. I agree. She could do that. Um. So y'all, it's time to wind things up with Little Debbie. Oh, moving yes. to California or moving to moving to Canada. Come on, Pee Wee. We're going to Canada. Hitch up the dogs for the snow sled. Oh, I hope I don't get cold. <laughs> you don't like it, well, Pee Wee. I don't like it when you cover me up, Mom. I can't talk then. Uh, y'all, we're packing up all the shit at Debbie's house. Apparently, she's moving. Apparently, you can just move to Canada. That, thank you. This is what I wrote. Like, how easy, sissies. Let us know. I'd like to mention this on the tell-all when we, t- we cover it. Is it really this easy to just move to Canada? I don't think it is. I guess she probably won't need a work visa because she's retired. I guess she can go she... visit there and then do the process while she's there? I don't know. You know how ignorant of immigration laws we are. It is. It's true. Um, Come out of sissies. How easy it's to move did, to Canada. Did you see them blur out Tony's crack? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. They did. 
They sure did. Oh, God. Sure we did, did not need that. We did not need that. Um, um, Debbie is sore. She's trying to walk. She's like, uh, she's, I'm a little short because she's been walking up and down her steps trying to move stuff. You sure. Luckily, it's hard for me to walk up the stairs. Mom, no, it's good exercise for us. It makes us stronger. He kill people. <laughs> Now, he's still got bloodlust. He's still got bloodlust, y'all. Uh, but Colt and his wife, Vanessa, are actually going to be, they said they would pack everything else up and put it in storage. I think it's going to be a lot of things. I, I have a feeling so, too. Because we saw their kitchen. There's just shit everywhere in this house. My question, where are the cats? Uh, where I, are Debbie's cats? I thought, why didn't they bring up, like, how are the cats moving to Canada? Maybe maybe Colt took them. Maybe she gave them away. Her life was her fucking cat. I know. It seems weird that we haven't talked about the cats. You're right. The cats have been a dropped plot point for this whole story. Yeah. Well, remember, her cats could not. She could not move in with what's her name? Because of her because cats. Of the cats. So Did you, I think she said to Tony, like, do you mind my cats? And he said, no. But we don't know how. Y'all. You could do a whole reality show on how to move with cats. <laughs> That's stressful. So she did. She did say she's like starting to cry, and she she finally says, "Who does this? You move to a different country when I know when I barely know you." And I went. Yeah, that's a good good point. Maybe that's a moment of clarity. Who does this? <laughs> Who does it? But at the same time, it's also kind of like, yeah, but you're seventy. Like uh-huh. I will say, and I know there's a lot of stuff about. Tony, we don't, and so that aside, it is actually, I think, inspiring to see Mother Debbie do this at 70 years old because I know my own parents. My dad would say this before he died. And my mom actually finally has got, now that I've gotten her to kind of lose weight and I got her into Pilates, but before that, when she was 70, 69, she would say things not like your parents. Your parents are different. But I think a lot of people, when they get in their late 60s and they're retired, they start saying things like, I'm old. I'm old. I just don't yeah. do things anymore. And I think it's inspiring for Debbie to be like, fuck Me it. Too. I'm 70. I'm going to reinvent great. myself. I'm going to date someone. I'm going to move to another fucking can- country. That is really fucking brave. I agree. I like it kind of makes still me seems fast, but you know, it kind of, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I kind of love Debbie. I know eh, that she does. Come weird, on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Debbie. You know, I've heard from certain people we know that she is one of the nicest people outside of 90 day fiance. Really? To other cast members. One of Interesting. the nicest. Yeah. Huh. All right. I could I could buy it. Uh, I I think when you don't come at her, she's fine. Yeah, I do enjoy the she's way not she nice treats to Larissa. She treats Pred like shit. <laughs> she hates that guy. Oh, yeah. she hates him. Well, she, I think she can. I think most people see. Uh, most people see someone who is a terrible misogynist, a narcissist, and a liar, and and and, well, and a predator. That's why we call him that. Yeah. Well, to Debbie's credit, she. She spots bullshit because let's yeah. be honest, Larissa was bullshit. We haven't seen that season, but she I can she was bullshitting Colty and, and yeah. Debbie spotted it from the get go. And yeah. so, and so was, um, um, Dick today, Dick tomorrow, 
Oh, dick, Jess. Uh, my dick. Here's Good my morning, dick. My Good dick. morning, my dick. Jess. <laughs> Jess was too, y'all. No, those today, women weren't. A... <laughs> dick tomorrow. And you're never ever jam dick, dick jam. <laughs> dick tomorrow. Dick jam. Dick tomorrow. Dick today. Dick yesterday, but never ever dick today. I did. Um, I did. So. Uh, lounging in my mother's chair doing a podcast. I like it. Leaving Colty is the second hardest thing I've ever done because after burying her husband. Yeah. So I bet. Um, And y'all, she's writing him a note. I hope it Uh, works out for her. We actually have um, the contents of the note here. Um, It was sent to us by PA. I don't want to tell you what I had to do to get this. Um, uh, all I yeah. say is I took one for the team after I took one. <laughs> after you took one. And spoiler alert, Matt Sharp is totally straight and not sleeping with Poodle at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely this did not. not come from Matt Sharp after dicking no. down Jake. No, no, no. Hell, I'd, I'd milk that till I could milk it no more. Um, Gross. So, y'all, here's a little bit of what we have. Okay, um, here, maybe we'll do a little. Oh, the lovely. Yeah. They need to get better reflective yeah, music. Okay, here we go. Okay. My darling Cody. <laughs> this was the last letter I expected to write. I never thought I'd be leaving you for Canada, more or less leaving you for another man. I thought I mean, we'd be burying his body, Mom. Shut hush, Pee-wee. That's even oh. in the letter when she tells Pee-wee to hush. <laughs> anyway, just thought I would tell you some things I may, may, may be a little sorry for. Maybe you shouldn't have breastfed you till you were nine years old. I didn't like that. Not Maybe I shouldn't have gone with you to your prom. <laughs> Oh, that was fun, remember? We almost killed that teenage girl. Hush, Pee-wee, you were crazy that night. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have made you buy me tampons all the time when you were five. That was weird, Mom. <laughs> but such is life. And here we are at another crossroads. <laughs> and as a as a poet once wrote, meet Ooh, you at the crossroads. Bone, 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 bone. Remember when I almost killed that old man to that song, Mom? <laughs> I missed my Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> All right, Mom, I'm done with this note. I want to go. Me too, Pee-wee. My pen's running out of ink. So... Okay. I'll be with you, Chief Colty. Come visit me soon. And hopefully, we can have a happy family. Mom, I accidentally killed your cat. Oh, well. Another one to bury. Bye. <laughs> That's the note, y'all. Verbatim. That's the note. That's the note. Who knew she was a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan? Who knew? God, good song. <laughs> good choice, Mother Debbie. Good choice. Can read people and good music. Um, wow. Uh, y'all, that's single life. That was your single life season. That was your single. I don't, we're not getting another episode. So the next episode we're going to get is the tell all. Yes. It's very exciting. 
Tell all, uh, tell all one, tell all part two. Tell all part one, and they'll have tell all part two. Tell all And then I don't think there's, to our knowledge, we're never, but I don't think there's any more discovery. Well, this was on network. I don't think there's any more Discovery Plus things dropping this year. I think then we're just into yeah. hay, and then next year is when we'll have Darcy and Stacy, and then in February the other way. Yeah, Extreme Sisters in the cringe tier. Yes. But yeah. All right, Avery. God, I told Poodle, though, during one of our breaks that I'm – you didn't love this season as much. I still did, but it still, to me, is such a better – this, Love in Paradise, even on the kind of blah seasons, are so much better than Hay right now. I agree. I think it's – although, I, I swear, this Tiffany-Ronald thing, we started to get into Hay territory. I think and that I think if they weren't in this season, you would have actually really liked this season. I would have liked it better. I think it they diluted think, things for you. I think Tania shit the bed. I think we could have gotten a lot more a lot from more. Tania. I think yeah. she just probably wouldn't do what they wanted her to do. I one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, because you know the uh, producer was like Tania. Have you ever had an orgy? Maybe it's time to do that. On oh the my show. god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I stand by the fact she's a, she's a nerd. She's a little she nerd is. who's afraid for her life. She is. Anyway, y'all, that's the show. That's the show, yeah, everybody. That's the season. That's the season. Y'all know the deal. Go to realitygaze.com. Go to our Instagram, our TikTok, now our Twitter. You can find us on all that good stuff. <laughs> it's not a burning slag heap next week. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and not be a Spotify podcast now. You can do that wherever you listen. Um, and December 3rd, y'all go do our link hey, tree. Casey, we're doing guesting on her show in Los Angeles. We're guesting on her show. Um, she just, like we said, she just had Zenob on our, did you see the Instagram post? I sent you Zenob. I did not. Oh my when, God. It's a when picture. When did you send it? I sent it, I sent it to Slack to our team, it, but it's a picture of her and she's sitting down and she's like, um, She's like sitting down with like a white across, like a white dress across her lap, but not wearing it with like roses, looking pensive. And it says, "When you love you, doesn't matter who doesn't." <laughs> Girl, no one cares anymore. SK cheated on Raven. You are irrelevant. You hello irrelevant. Hello, irrelevant. Get off the cross, Zenob. Girl, we need the wood. Girl, people are going next week. People are going to say, Zenob who? Zenob who? I need more receipts from SK's cheating. Yes, that's what I need, <laughs> y'all. Uh, she doesn't even follow. Raven doesn't even follow her on Instagram anymore. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, good. that's mess. That is some flaming pile of mess. It's good. Zenob who? Zenith, Girl, you are, ooh, hello you? irrelevant that is right <laughs> hello irrelevant no hello one irrelevant. gives a shit <laughs> all right everybody that's the show we hope you enjoyed it we call these people single sing almost single we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places poods yes and if you've ever saw ever sung to yourself quietly he was burning and yearning, yearning and churning and, and, and burning, burning till he died. died. You can call us. Sorry, Mike's dad. Butter.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.